Good morning and welcome to another Work Human Radio. My name is Mike Wood. I am your normal host. But as always, for the past month, we are doing a Keeping Work Human series with our CHRO, Steve Pemberton. And we have a very special thing that we're doing here at Work Human. We thought, what can we do to help? Well, one of the things that we do with organizations is help them thank each other um, around the world. So we've put together a website, thankyouhealthcare.workhuman.com, where you can go on and you can send a note of gratitude to somebody working on the front lines at a hospital all around the world. So um, Steve is going to be talking to Eric Mosley, our CEO, about this today. But I hope you will go to thankyouhealthcare.workhuman.com and thank somebody right now on the front line. So Here's our interview with Steve and Eric Mosley. Hey, everybody. It's Steve Pemberton again, the Chief Human Resources Officer at Work Human. And today, for our Keeping Work Human series, I'm joined by another very special guest, the Work Human CEO, Eric Mosley. Uh, not only uh, have I uh, taken a great amount of pleasure in joining Work Human several years ago, but have taken just as much pleasure in getting to know uh, Eric. Um, on both a professional and a personal level. Uh, he is an HR visionary. Uh, he's an author. Uh, he's the force behind uh, the work human movement. Eric, thanks for joining us today. How are you? Yeah, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to just having a beer and uh, talking about something else. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be. I, I, uh, I've been thinking about a moment where we'll all be able to kind of sit down and and do some kind of assessment of all of this, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. One of them involves you, but I, whenever I do get to thinking about it myself was when we, you were in Florida, I was calling you going, um, I think this is a little, this is growing here. You know, you have to figure it out on the fly, right? Yeah, we had to just, uh, we had to uh, dodge and weave, duck for the punches. Uh, but we, we, we got through it. Yeah, yes, yes. And they're still getting through it too, for that matter. Uh, yeah. Uh, so tell me a little bit about uh, how, how you're doing personally. How's the family? Uh, I, I, I did see uh, last week an update on uh, the, the masks that your daughter has making. How's the family passing time? So I think we're doing, we're doing well. Uh, I have four children. They're kind of uh, older, young adults, really. Um, and uh, two girls, two boys. And the, the two girls have, have been you know, phenomenal. And I think they actually like spending time together because there's quite an age gap, 22 and 14. That's, that's quite an age gap. And one of the things I'm seeing is, uh, there, you know, seeing those relationships kind of rekindled, um, it's, it's, it's inspiring to see. But they've gone through, my wife, they've gone through phases. The first phase was the baking phase. Uh, I really liked the baking phase. That was my favorite phase. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then after that, they were, uh, they were tie-dyeing. Uh, t-shirts and sweatshirts and uh, then they started as you said they, ma they made some homemade masks and uh, we had quite a production line uh, going on the homemade masks so uh, I, I wonder what's next but uh, it's 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 working it's hard uh, everybody's going a little bit stir crazy I'm sure it's the same for you um, but there's a little bit of Netflix overload uh, but 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 we're getting through it <laughs> Yeah, my I'm I'm still in the honey do list phase. <laughs> I haven't gotten out of it. <laughs> like a month later, and I'm like, I'm, you're gonna have to uh, show me how that transition actually happens. Uh, yeah. But no, no, I I agree. I mean, it it is. Um, you know, our kids are not are in that same category, and I you know I don't want it to happen this way. But I I am enjoying just being around them. Uh, yeah. 
yeah. dinners that we have because they get to our kid, the age that our kids are and they're off doing their own thing. Like, you know, yeah. we're, we're, mom and dad, we're like, we're okay, but we're not, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to turn a little bit um, uh, to us, uh, Work Human, you know, specifically. And uh, we, we know that isolation is, is happening all across the globe. Uh, with no, at least as as of this recording, no real, you know, end end in sight. What are some of the things that that we're doing to try and keep people connected during this time? Well, as you know, uh, and as everyone on the planet knows, uh, we're all working from home and we're all isolated. Um, it's it's probably one of the first times in history that there's been such a universal shared experience. Uh, I find it's just quite extraordinary when I talk to people in. Uh, our home office in Ireland, to family in Europe, how they're all in the exact same situation. I don't think we've ever seen such a universe, universality of, the, of, the, of this common uh, experience. But there's also this huge worry, despair, uh, the feeling of disconnection from other human beings, um, and, and everyone feels it. And leaders and HR people and CEOs, uh, they, they all feel it too and uh, are worried about how they can mobilize and kind of lift their, their employees. And we obviously grapple with that too. Um, you know, when, you're have, when you don't have physical uh, proximity to your, to your colleagues, you can sometimes think that there isn't a connection. But there's this relationship kind of infrastructure that exists in the physical office, but also just it exists between these human beings. And now that we're all separated, this relationship capital or relationship infrastructure that we have uh, needs to be just enhanced and nurtured and uh, celebrated uh, because it's really what's getting most of us through this time is relying on, the, on those connections. So at Work Human, uh, for example, with our employee base, we've relied on just making sure that there is very frequent connection. Uh, little things like those daily huddles, even if they're only 15 minutes, uh, if the medium is the message in that regard, you know, the medium is you get to look other people at, at, at your colleagues' faces. Just simply that is an expression of humanity. It's an experience of humanity. And, and, and it just uh, reminds you of the relationship capital uh, that, you, that you have there. Um, so I think those, just, those um, connections have to be frequent, though. Because, you know, in a physical office, you can sometimes go a period of time without seeing people, but you're physically close to them, so you feel them. But when you're connected in an office, you, because you don't have that proximity, if you go a certain amount of time without a video conference or a connection, then isolation really takes a grip, uh, and, and that needs to be mitigated uh, hugely. Um, other things that we've done in Work Human, so obviously we rely on our own uh, products. Um, we are a uh, social recognition and con uh, gratitude, a connection company. You know, it, our mission is about building human connection between employees. And it's one of the reasons why we made the big announcement this week to uh, make special editions of our life events product and our conversations product um, free for a year, you know, free to right through this crisis because we saw the effect it was having on our own employees and on, on the, our customers that use them. It was really helping with that, you know, getting rid of this kind of isolation, this fear, this despair. Uh, these products can help bring uh, people together. You would have experienced it yourself. I, I have, and in, in many ways, um, it is this reminder of how important these things have always been, actually. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. They've always they've always mattered, but we we have become a, a kind of a hyper scheduled, uh, too busy generation, um, and this is now forcing this this kind of you know as you rightly pronounced kind of global reality of hey we're we're all summoned now uh, to deal uh, with this uh, and to do so you know collectively. I want to ask a bit about you know you mentioned being in physical proximity even if you don't see someone. Uh, and oftentimes there's a spontaneity that kind of thing about the number of times you and I have crossed paths and it's been like a two to three minute conversation. Hey, how you doing? Let's and real quick, you know, move one meeting to another. Uh, but for a lot of you know, our customers and people watching this, you know, they're feeling a bit of that. You know, so to what degree, how do you wrestle with, with the loss of spontaneity? Uh, well, you know, this is this is the thing that we have to mitigate against. Uh, the, 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 the isolation means that you just don't end up beside somebody at the water cooler where you hear secondhand news about somebody, you know, who's going through uh, a life change. For example, maybe they're having a baby, getting married, uh, you know, having other things that happen to them in their life. Normally, you hear about these things in unofficial, informal settings. These unofficial, informal settings are not happening anymore. Those settings are, 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 don't, don't really exist in this, it has to be scheduled. And none of us, as you said, like to have over-scheduling. Over but in th at this period of time, in this period of time, you really need to have uh, something to prompt you, even without an agenda, without you know, a purpose, but a, pr a prompt to get together, to let the informal uh, happen. And um, Life Events is one of the, you know, these two products that we've made available, Life Events and Conversations. Life Events is about celebrating the, uh, those momentous life events that happen to us all. Birthdays, uh, new babies, weddings. Um, these things, they're happening still in this crisis. Uh, you know, we had an employee who moved cities right in the middle of all of this lockdown. You know, a new house, a new city, a new uh, role, a new job role. Um, that's an amazing life change uh, for that person. And so uh, if, if it wasn't for our life events product, his social network, his social graph in the company, all of those relationships that he had wouldn't have known about. It. So life events helps us all celebrate together those life events that are happening all the time. The babies don't stop coming because, because we're, you know, we're in lockdown. Um, and in fact, there, might, there may even be more. <laughs> but over as we go through this year and we go into next year, uh, what we're going to find is that the, this, you know, you see this with even uh, weddings. Uh, people are trying to do their best to continue with their plans to get married, but doing it in a lockdown way. But yet, what replaces that big celebration that they, that they would have had if they had have had all of their friends and family with them on their wedding day? Well, one thing can be that all of their colleagues and friends and work can hear about it, can share congratulations um, can, you know, give goodwill towards that person. So life events is this, you know, for me, it's been a revelation. It's shown that employees are ready to express goodwill and, you know, spend relationship capital on each other if they just are given the opportunity. And life events just brings it to the surface, uses a little bit of technology to notify everybody and give them a channel to express it. Um, so we're really excited uh, about what, what it can do and what we can see it doing in our own company and in other and uh, our customers that are using it. And one of the things that uh, I, I've seen uh, is how in the midst of 
life events that we're, we're on similar paths, but sometimes don't know it. And so yeah. when you see yeah. or hear about the arrival uh, or a simple thing, well, it might seem simple, like a move or buying a new home, but somewhere, yeah. someone somewhere else is experiencing that too. Yeah. And so there's this connection through these, you know, kind of stories and narratives that ordinarily you wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's amazing. Uh, you know, you, it, it, sometimes you hear that somebody, it's like a mirror image of your life's journey. And what we all do, what, what we don't realize if you spend a number of years in a, in a company, you're, you have two lives going on. You have your career, your inside work life, and you have your outside work life. And unfortunately, they are together. You know, you are not somebody else in work and somebody else at home. You are just one person but you have these two sides to your, to your life. And then when you look back over your career, over the last, you know, let's say 10 years of your career, unbelievable things may have happened to you in your life. And you would have shared those unbelievable life changes with the people around you at home and in work. And we all get to witness our colleagues and our friends in work um, going through these amazing changes, like starting a family and going through all the trials and tribulations of that, you know? Um, or, you know, going to night school or big uh, career advancements. And so life events helps coordinate um, the, the spontaneity that, sh that would normally exist in a physical location just using hearsay. It just coordinates it and just gives people a voice. And then the, the second benefit it has is it also prov it provides a, um, a record for posterity of, of that goodwill. Because a lot of times that goodwill is just at the water cooler or in the kitchen, you know, uh, having a quick conversation. But now the recipient gets to look back two, three years later and see all of his colleagues, all of the um, outpouring of, of, of goodwill and best wishes um, and sharing of those moments. Uh, they can look at that for posterity and it reminds them. It's almost like, you know, they're life logged what has happened to them. It reminds them in the future of the depth of human experience that they've had in that workplace. So it can be incredibly valuable forever. Yeah. And, and part of that now is this new life event uh, that is this pandemic. Uh, mm. Generations have memorable uh, events um, yeah. throughout history, throughout time. Well, clearly COVID-19 is going to be a generational marker mm. uh, yeah. for, for, for all of us. Uh, I want to ask a little bit about the intersection of this new life event uh, and all of the data that we have assembled over these. What is the intersection between those two worlds uh, where we've been focusing specifically? How is our platform helping people navigate through this particular life event? Well, um, <clears throat> we're lucky we have a whole team of data scientists who uh, have this amazing repository of a, a document of the, how work gets done in uh, big companies, small companies in 150 countries around the world. So this, this data store, um, like a, a recording of productivity and work in the world, is just incredibly insightful and valuable at any time. But in the last couple of months, as this crisis has unfolded, uh, we've also, we've almost been able to see the mapping and the growth of the crisis um, we've even looking at the awards and thank you moments that exist on our platform. If you analyze them for certain words, for example, you can almost see the growth of the pandemic and the spread of it through countries. We can see 
the rise and fall of the apex and the growth of the, of the infection rate in different countries based on the data in these global recognition and gratitude programs. And so we see it going from Asia through to across Europe, in the US, in different parts of, of the United States. And then built into that, we also see a change in words, the words that are normally used in gratitude in a work environment. So um, what we've seen, there's statistically um, very interesting spikes in certain words. So we've seen things like, you know, uh, resilience and flexibility, continuity. You know, words like tireless have, have suddenly had a spike in the last month. And that just shows that so many people are working extremely hard in, under duress that these words are suddenly uh, hitting, hitting their own apex. And then we see words um, relating to family and friends, words like uh, compassion um, and well-being. And those words are suddenly having their own spike. Um, I would say we can also see that we, we're moving into different phases of this pandemic. Um, in, the, in, in the last few weeks, we would have seen uh, words like obviously COVID-19, for example, or corona, um, or distancing, um, even, you know, Purell. <laughs> All of these words suddenly come out of nowhere and be, uh, have a statistically impactful level. Um, but we're now actually, they've, they've ebbed off the top. And now what we're seeing is uh, kind of a next generation of words, such like words or phrases like uh, the new normal um, and, uh, uh, you know, contribution, um, uh, continuity. Uh, these are words which show that people have moved from a, a panic phase into a, you know, we're, we're, we're just getting stuff done now. And the resilience and the continuity and the effort of the employee base uh, is, is inspiring uh, for, for all of these companies. So I do see that there has been a slight change in the tone um, and the, uh, the, the myopic focus on the virus. There has been a move uh, on from that, which is, which is actually good to see um, because we are moving into a kind of a new normal. And then we will, I'm sure, see a shift again as things start to happen and there's uh, people start, to, there's a rollout of, um, you know, uh, as we start to go back to normal in small increments. Yeah, all those words you're describing, they're, they're almost serving as counterbalances to these other narratives out there of blaming and pointing fingers and a whole series of things that uh, for those, we, we have to digest this because we have to stay informed and aware of what's happening yeah. uh, in our communities and in our countries. But there's no narrative over on the other side that is at least publicly expressed in the same way that those words actually are. I find that they're giving resilience begets resilience, hope begets hope. Uh, and, and, and so that should not be um, uh, in any way, shape, or form uh, mitigated or uh, diminished. And it's quite, quite literally people, keeping people connected. In that same spirit of keeping people connected, I want to talk with you a bit about uh, the Thank You Healthcare website, mm. uh, and and just the you know walk us through the R the the origins of it, the intention of it, um, because I think uh, the audience is going to be really excited by what we're trying to do here. Yeah, so obviously we are you know a recognition and gratitude technology company. You know we're, we we we. Um, for, uh, we've spent twenty years providing a platform to some of the world's most 
most well-known companies to help their employees express goodwill and gratitude when they see work being done. Um, either thank you moments or um, trying to lift their, their colleagues. Um, so this is, this is what we do. This is, this is our mission, you know, because we know it creates connection. Um, but what we've seen over the last couple of weeks is it's almost like the entire world has come into the gratitude business. You know, what's top of mind for uh, half the world's population is expressing gratitude uh, because they're inspired by the work of healthcare workers. Um, and I certainly uh, share that. Uh, I am, uh, continue to be humbled and moved when I think about the daily life of nurses and doctors uh, at, during this epidemic. It's just unbelievably inspiring. And, um, and you can see it then reflected in the actions of the populations of all of these countries. You know, we've seen it across Europe where um, some countries every night at 8 p.m. they come out onto their streets and have a round of applause for healthcare workers. You see uh, signs being put in, in, uh, in gardens and yards to, to say, thank you, nurses, thank you, doctors. And it just feels like the world um, ha just had a need to express this gratitude because it was, they were deeply moved uh, by these people who really deserve it. And we saw this play out everywhere. And you see it every night on television, in every advertisement on, on, on television. Um, in, in the words of, um, you know, political leaders in every country in the world. And so obviously there's a great coming together. We see the world is in this position. There's this great need to express gratitude. We are in the gratitude business. We it's everything that we do. Um, but what happens in the world is all of that gets lost into the, the stream of consciousness, which is normal social media and news. There is no central place to record for posterity all of this outpouring of, of goodwill. There's no central place for people to come and share with each other their, their thankfulness for nurses and doctors and healthcare workers in the hospitals that are near and dear to them. I always remember that there's certain hospitals, all of us, when we think back on our lives, there are certain institutions that mean something to us because we've been there whether it's ourselves, we were sick at some stage, or uh, friends, relatives, uh, parents, um, or just the course of life. You know, having children, you go to a hospital, you get incredible care, and you feel, you know, uh, safe. And then forevermore, you look back on that institution as being there in one of the most vulnerable moments of your life. So it has this emotional tattoo on your heart because it was there at a time when you, you needed that security. And so now when we see those very same institutions that are kind of tattooed on our hearts, going through such tough times and those people that we remember who held our hands and helped us through those moments, that they are the very ones who are, you know, the heroes facing into this incredible um, risk, you know, real risk. Um, we need a place for everyone to come together and to, and to share and to, uh, you know, be able to just express, because it's therapeutic to express the, the, the gratitude for the giver and the receiver. And then once we can get it all in one place, we can then reflect it back to the institutions. Through technology, we can channel it directly into each of those institutions. So the idea was to create a great clearinghouse for the world's gratitude 
for healthcare workers, for nurses and doctors and the staff of hospitals and hospices and medical facilities around the world. Uh, we created um, our IT teams, our marketing teams, our product management teams. I did unbelievable work over a very short period of time to create this incredible portal, this destination um, for the world to come and share gratitude. And central to that is a world map. And the world map um, shows the growth of gratitude and the instances of gratitude by, by country around the world. And if you look, you will see something, it, it reminds you of something. And what it reminds you of is the maps and the globes that we're seeing in every newspaper, on every TV screen, where it's mapping the spread of the virus or in the infection rates or the fatality rates. And it's all obviously negative news. Um, we tend to get sucked into only thinking about this negativity. It's like a vortex. It's a, like a black hole you get sucked in. Um, and, you know, quite rightly, it needs incredible attention. But there is another story as well. And, this, and that other story is all of those people outside their houses clapping for the healthcare workers. It's all those people recording videos on Twitter and Instagram as a tribute to their relatives that are nurses and doctors that are going into the, to these, uh, these dangerous uh, now places. So that's the other narrative. And so this map is the, is the, is the opposite, where that's a very negative map. This is a, just a pure positive map uh, to show the incredible wealth of uh, goodwill and gratitude towards those, those, those workers. So we're really excited about it. Uh, we uh, launched it this week. The, if you just browse through those stories, if you just browse through those, what, comes, what, what you realize immediately is that people have a connection. Even if they don't have relatives working in those facilities, they have a connection with these facilities. And, and everybody sees uh, the, the incredible work that they do. And now we're getting to collect it so that we can then channel it back to those institutions. So we're, uh, it, was a, it was an incredible amount of work. It was a, an, almost like a revolution of work in Work Human. Um, but now that it's out there, uh, it's, it's just amazing to see the, the, uh, the, the interest and the participation. Yeah, I, I've, I've done it um, and, and continuing to do it. Um, um, and sent uh, thank yous to the, the hospital where two of my children were born. Yeah. Um, and then another actually here in uh, Chicago, my daughter uh, had a very serious um, concussion. And Eric, I still remember, she was actually medevaced um, uh, to Lurie's Children's Hospital in Chicago. Mm. And, you know, very uncertain. She didn't yeah. recognize me or her mom. And one of the indelible images that I have uh, is at two o'clock in the morning, walking into the hospital, and there mm. was a team of doctors and nurses, there were probably eight in total, waiting for us. Uh, and you know, you, you don't have the vocabulary to express. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. you just. But every time I have passed that place, I, of course, I, I have thought yeah. about it on more than one occasion. And so they would have this huddle like every day. And so I sent them a note. Uh, and so it's just not those who are responding to COVID-19, but it's those who have also, in these moments in our life, who have been there, you know, for us. Uh, I, I did ask a, a few nurses as we were talking about this insurance, what do you need? What is it that you need? And two of the things make perfect sense. They need us to stay at home and they need specifically 
uh, personal protection equipment. The third thing, though, was if I could distill it down, they said, we need we need gratitude. We need thank you. Yeah. Um, and what they were in essence saying was that it was the getting up every day. And is this the day that I get sick? You know, whoa. Yeah. Or somebody in my family gets sick. And so what the nurses that I was talking to specifically said that the gratitude is like almost this kind of emotional armor that yeah. if this many people are standing on balconies or going to, um, you know, a thank you healthcare website, then if this many people care, then I'm going to be okay. I must, it must be that yeah. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so for those who have been following the series for the, for the better part of a month, we're asking everyone uh, simply to go to workhuman.com backslash thank you healthcare uh, and send a note of gratitude. Read some of the stories. See how important uh, they they actually are. You know, there's there's a lot of the, the life events that that you talked about. You know, weddings and buying homes and uh, arrivals of children. There's another more sobering life event that we're seeing too. And this is regrettably yeah. so the end of life. But mm-hmm. some of the stories are, we're seeing there too, where there, that you see citizens all across the globe saying, thank you for, for bestowing my mom, my dad with dignity in, in their final moments when I could not physically be there. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it's, yeah. It's just incredible. It's just incredible. And uh, like all people, those nurses, those doctors, they have a need for, to be appreciated. You know, we all do. And especially at a time like this, and we need to uh, close that gap. We need to make sure that they get they get that expression of appreciation. Um, we the, the outpouring of genuine, authentic, you know, being humbled uh, when you witness what they're doing. Um, it's everywhere. It's in all of us, and so we just need to make sure it's expressed and recorded so that they can consume it, <laughs> because it, it exists. And uh, if it if it just exists and no, and it's not expressed, well then you know, it's, it, it, they don't get the benefit of it. So may, we just need to make sure it's expressed, recorded and fed back to them. Uh, because, you know, they're, they're, you know, it's a phrase in my family, they're doing God's work. And, uh, and it's just inspiring every day to, to see. It puts all of our own work in uh, perspective. Um, you know, th- these people, um, you know, they're doing God's work. They're keeping humanity going mm-hmm. at a time when uh, we're all under this incredible duress. Yeah, this, the saving grace, uh, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully that our post-assessment of this uh, will be the focus on the, the kind of the, the everyday uh, people, you know, yeah. who yeah. go through the life humble, seeking no reward, needing no reward. Uh, yeah. You know, the stories that you hear of, uh, of those who have remained on the front lines, even though, you know, their boss has said, I understand if you want to go home and they will not. I won't leave mm. the team. I won't leave my patients. It's uh, yeah. really is a lighthouse. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to uh, end a bit um, uh, with y- your own thought process about it. I mean, clearly this is uh, an endeavor that began some 20 odd years ago uh, for you. Have you had in the blur of everything that's been unfolding in the last month, um, have you had a moment to reflect on how this began, you know, for you and now, how uh, this moment of crisis is allowing us to respond? Has is, is that, is that moment hit you yet? Yeah, I mean, I have to say it's, you know, uh, obviously 
it's been the privilege of my life to, you know, to be the CEO of Work Human and uh, to help lead the charge with the most incredible group of, of people. And the, you know, we've had some amazing success. But it's quite lucky to, in a situation like this to be at the helm and be involved with a company that has a mission that that is that can help at a time like this. You know, um, we, we could be in any business. We could be working in any company. And uh, so I feel just so privileged and so grateful that at a time like this where um, people are in despair and, wor- and worried all over the world, at least we get to go to work every day. And our mission is to connect people and to fulfill that need in them to make sure that they are recognized for the work that they do. It's, it, it's almost like it was designed for, for a time like this. And, uh, and, and, and that, is, that helps us all get, get through this time uh, because it's, it's, it, you know, we know every day and everything that we do is, is providing incredible value suited to the occasion. I, I, I mentioned how we had teams and teams of people working on getting these products out, getting these, uh, this platform out. And it was also therapeutic for us to be able to do that, you know, to be able to put it out there. Because in, in some small way, we are translating the mission of the company into uh, something tangible that the world can use and can provide real benefit at this, uh, this, this awful time. Um, and that is a privilege for us. And that's one of the things I'm very, very grateful uh, for, um, that, that, that we're all in this together um, and that we, are, we can be so, uh, that we know it can be so helpful. So it's, uh, it's something to be thankful for. Yeah, the... Um uh, the message oftentimes that I give people whether they're interviewing uh, for the company uh, or newly arrived. And uh, uh, I, I say that there is some small thread of every single person at Work Human that wants to save the world. Uh, you know, now sometimes yeah. it could be small, yeah. or other times it could be big, but it's the yeah. common thread that exists yeah. between and amongst all of us. There's some narrative in us that says, hey, yeah. no matter what we were doing, we want to save the world in some small capacity. In, and yeah. now we're quite literally in that in, in that time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's like you know, for for most of us, it's it's probably the reason why we ended up here. And for the ones that that's not the reason, we probably infected them with that <laughs> with that spirit. So, <laughs> yeah. but it's all worked out. <laughs> it, it has uh, uh, either uh, divinely ordered, purposely planned, or accidental. But in either event, we'll, we'll, we'll take it all, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I, I I do think that everything that you described at Work Human is as it really does have a lot to do uh, with you and um, the leadership. That, yeah, I mean, everybody says that, of course, about any kind of situation that's unfolding. But um, I know this is not anything that uh, I reflected to you personally. I think you underestimate sometimes the, the, the impact, you know, that you have. Uh, there is a way that you go about messaging. Uh, there's this combination of passion and enthusiasm and focus on goodness, but also being tactical and operational, trying to do well and good, you know, at, at the same time. So... Uh, that for me, when I'm often asked what inspires me, well, you're you're on my on that list of things that have inspired oh, me. Thank you. Yeah. Well, for me, it's you know I take my strength from uh, the incredible team of people that we have. I get su- surprised and delighted every day, uh, and and inspired by the work that people do. And it, it, this is the energy that feeds me, you know. Um, and 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 so it's a kind of a symbiotic relationship. And uh, if I 
when people ask me, you know, what I'm most proud of um, over the success that we've had, I always come back to, um, well, I, I feel like I chose right the people that have stayed with me the longest and the team that we've built. Um, because the, 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 the cohesion in the, in the team and in the employee base, it's now when you see that be expressed to its full degree. And, uh, you know, that's the, if, if I've made any contribution, it's selecting and helping select those individuals and putting them together to help then inspire me to the next, take the next hill. <laughs> well, well, that, that you have done. Uh, I, I know that you have a hectic day, a lot going on. So I'll grant you back uh, the rest of your day to the, your, your days and nights blend together anyway. So, <laughs> uh, but Eric, great, great talking with you. Well, thank you very much, Steve. We'll have that beer soon. <laughs> that we will, in person. <laughs> Thank you. Eric, as always, it's great to talk with you. Uh, this time around, though, we got the opportunity to have a few others listen in on our conversation as well. Uh, I know I speak for many when I say how grateful that I am for your leadership, for your positivity, uh, for your clarity, and for your purpose. Uh, we do know that many uh, at this moment uh, of uncertainty, uh, when so many are feeling uh, the stress of that uncertainty, and their families are as well, uh, that this uh, little engine uh, of a company that could, that uh, you began uh, almost two decades ago, is providing some degree of comfort and security during these times. So thank you for that. For all others, thanks for joining us. Stay healthy, be well, and we'll see you real soon.